We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton, for the stay. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. You're listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. Tox Machina airs live at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific. And it's also uploaded to youtube.com slash critical role on Thursday mornings. If you like our podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Without further ado, here's this week's episode of Tox Machina. Are we on the internet? I just thought of one. Oh man, really? But yeah. it's Christmas in November. It is. <laughs> Yesterday it was 91. Do you know what I just thought of? What? Three years ago tonight. Yeah. This show first premiered. How it's cool is that? Well, it's kind of our, our birthday. Stuff. It's our three year. It's fucking unreal. Birthday. You it's pretty totally, crazy. You totally like messaged us about messaged us about it this morning, and then I totally forgot. No, it's but it's so it's so lovely. Like it's I, great. I'll say. I'll be the first to say I didn't think this show made sense at all. Do you think it does really? now? What what has changed? Well, I thought like, oh, just let it play out at the table. Who's gonna want to listen to us talk about our bullshit oh, D and D character shit that's in our heads? I was wrong. Yeah, I mean it still is nonsensical, but mm-hmm. it's still a, it's a benefit. I'm trying to remember if I remember you talking about that. If not, yeah. this is fascinating. There were a few people that sort of said it didn't make sense. I was one of them. (laughs) But um, it does now because look at all the cool deep dives we've been able to go into and, and, uh, you know, fun moments that have happened on the show. I was super into it and a big proponent of it. But once I, but I might have been starting to step into like my. Well, t- I tried to compare it to all role. the other talk shows that exist connected to Dungeons and Dragons campaigns, and the way they oh, do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's. Oh tough. wait, that's no a, man. That's, I doesn't exist. No, I, I saw it. Well, I felt it. You're a visionary. Thank you. Well, maybe like share your favorite. <laughs> maybe. He is a visionary. Though. Tweet at Tox Machina. Maybe tweet, yeah, maybe tweet like hashtag happy birthday Tox Machina with your favorite moment. You know, you can either write it out, you could Aww. send us a gif, you could yeah. post a clip or something. Um, boy, what's mine? In the three, in the three, uh, in the three years, I would have to say pull out King is one of my favorites. Well, you, were, you were you were here for that. Ashley. You and Ashley. Camera, uh, tackle yeah. at the beginning of an episode, right? Yeah, I Who think there was one of Talison yeah. tackled me or something. Um, there was the one of me and you being humans walking in blind. Yes. Early oh, yeah. campaign. That was an early campaign. You almost getting beheaded by a card that Travis Travis threw. literally That's almost solid. took out one of my eyeballs. That Super great. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mika Burton's first time on the show, not having ever seen or knowing what was happening. Yeah, having no idea. Mm-hmm. That was good. Mm-hmm. Good Pretty one. Good. 
Some good stuff. Um, the night that Danny hosted was a great episode. Oh, yeah. Liam yeah. was also there for that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Liam was here. Been so many great ones. Thank you all for sticking around. Uh, we promise that, much like Lost, by the time the crew. show ends, you'll understand exactly what it was. The crew being on one was a good one, too. Oh, crew yeah. being on one. Yeah, we should do Way another one of those. Because it's we a whole should. other crew now. That was old. That, that was, was where we was know old. These came people from. are very camera shy, though. Steve, yeah, would you, would you, we know. Would yeah. you join yeah. me on the couch? 100%. Mike, would you join me on the couch here at some point if we decided to do a special episode highlighting... Who'd run the cameras? I'll do it. I'm so good at it. <laughs> we'll have old Greg. We'll have technology. We'll have old Greg do it. We'll have old Greg do it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Well, you know what I'm gonna do though? Introduce the show tonight. Hey! The Mighty Nine get attacked by the Cad Cad What is it, Liam? Catagist? Catagist. Catagist? Eldridge Blessed. Eldridge Blessed. None of those are correct. Introduce Jester to her father and teleport during an attack on Rexentrum. I know how to do that one. We'll break it all down with my guest, Marsha Roy and Liam Oberon. Uh. Mm. All that and more tonight on the three year anniversary of Tox Machina. Oh. Hit it, Denise! Good enough. Tox Machina. It's good enough. <laughs> no, yeah, that's our slogan. That's it. <laughs> hey, announcement time. Our very special live show, One Shot, The Adventures of the Darrington Brigade, I'm very excited about this, is happening this Saturday in a wonderful, beautiful town they call Austin, Texas. Are you excited? Everything's bigger in Texas. Including our characters. Yeah. Mm. Ash was sort of uh, telling me a little bit about her character, and it's pretty exciting. I'm, I'm excited to hear what, what, see what all you guys have. He loves Christmas. You're sniffing that oh. you always said for Christmas. Holiday decorations <laughs> of any kind. Does he get a doggy kind. stocking? He hits a stocking, oh. and he gets, uh, they, I spend more money on this dog every Christmas, and oh my God. Sully used to like, we used to get him all kinds of sweaters and shit. Does he like oh. to open up presents? Oh boy! Oh, he doesn't really he open them up, but um, oh. you know, my dog legitimately opens up her presents. I it's enjoy cool. yeah, premature Christmulation as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So the one shot in Austin <laughs> this uh, Saturday. I left it there just long enough for Tumblr to do their thing, <laughs> or Arsqueef. Um, for those, for those attending the live show, very important announcement: we ask that you refrain from spoilers uh, from the base concert hall. Now, the reason why I said that is because, in all caps, it says "pronounced like the fish, not the instrument." <laughs> All caps, Brian. However, I grew up in a non-coastal region, so I'm not really familiar with the different species. 
What we're saying is, <laughs> don't, <laughs> we're saying if you're there, don't be on your phone anyway, because you're watching role-playing greatness happen in front of you, you know? Uh, don't, who, who, who cares, you know, if your aunt fell down, or, you know, if your kid, you know, he, he fell down some stairs or said you gotta get home. Who cares? Keep your phones in your pockets, plus don't spoil it. That was so specific. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the types of things that could come up. Uh -huh, uh -huh. You know, that's what happened whenever my parents went out to do something, it was like, oh, Brian fell down the stairs again, you know? And then they that find explains a lot. the nannies at the casino. All right, if you're going to the show, this is what I'm just, stop, stop sidetracking me, man. If you're going to the show, don't tweet Tumblr, Facebook, any spoilers about what happened because I guarantee you it's going to be awesome. And Friday 29th of November is going to be the air date. Uh, 7 p.m. Pacific, that's the day after Thanksgiving, here on our Twitch channel. The VOD if, for subscribers will be available on the following Sunday. If you're not a subscriber, go ahead and hit this button. Boop. Zach? <laughs> I almost was like, nah, it's over here, you know? But then I remembered, like, I think over here is good. Here's bad. Right? Happy three years. Three years of this. <laughs> well, they keep moving the subscribe button around, right? Nope. Another three years, we'll get it down. Hmm. They barely changed their logo. <laughs> That's pretty much true. Nailed it. Special thank you to everyone that tuned in to uh, Undeadwood, by the way. Yeah. Uh, oh the finale goodness. was Friday and then and Sunday on YouTube. If you haven't watched it, uh, we're not going to say any spoilers, but please, please do. And thank you so much for all the wonderful feedback. And um, I miss those. I miss those. I miss those characters so much. I miss you being at that table. You two people sitting here with me created something really beautiful. You weren't the only two, obviously, but you're the ones that oh, I can see you. right now. And you created something really, really beautiful. And I'm so proud of you both. That's really sweet. Thank you. Um, Thanks, Lemur. It was a weird thing having your creative director also be a player, because there was certain stuff that Ivan and I kind of had to keep from Marisha, but that's what's awesome is she's so trusting yeah. that Ivan it was just and like, I, do your thing. We went through that on Madness. Mm -hmm. We had a crash course on Madness, and I was not as pleasant to deal with, and we got into a lot, not arguments, just Wars. creative debates. Wars. Yeah. And he was like, just trust me, just trust me. And it was a good lesson for me to trust the people who are good at things. Yeah. yeah. He said, uh, now, Marisha, it's <laughs> important for you to understand why. Hey, also, for the month of November, we've partnered with all of our friends at OSD uh, to help support our active and veteran military communities. Uh, okay, this is awesome. Since the campaign launched at the beginning of the month, we've helped OSD serve over 500 veterans already with the what? money people oh. donated, which is crazy. Because I checked in the other day, it was 400, now it's 500. So I'm hoping that tomorrow it's, you know, and then by the end of the month, uh, we're on a mission to help as many as we can. So please consider donating or sharing our campaign at critroll.com. Slash OSD. <sighs> Without, he's on it. He's on it. Not too bad. He's on it. Without further ado, let us discuss episode 85 of Critical Role Campaign 2. The threads converge. They converge. I saw this one.
I'm sitting back here now, Steve. <clears throat> Henry. He's good. No. He's, like, he's moving around a lot, though. He hasn't been here for a bit, so he's kind of also just really excited to be back and exploring the yeah. space, saying hi to everybody. New I think, stuff. I think, Schmidt, did you switch up your cologne? No. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to begin the show like we have for the last three years with a question about Schmidt's cologne. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have crit roll stats. Uh... <laughs> Uh, for episode 85, Caleb, played so brilliantly by you, Liam. Oh, I do do that. Mm, I do do. Caleb casts his 20th magic missile spell this episode. Oh, wow. Wow. Nice round number. Yeah, he's got to always return to the basics. Solid yep. spell? Yeah. Solid. Never, never misses. Time. Never. Doesn't do much, but it never misses. Mm-hmm. That's, what I, that's what they say about me. Mm-hmm. That'll make a kid eventually. <laughs> I didn't... Okay, both of you were dirty... Marisha gave me a nice nod, like I understood the wholesome, you know, that joke is a wholesome reference. The right. two of you, wholesome Marisha. my dirty shipper <laughs> friends. Hey. What did I do? Oh, yeah, right. Caleb, Liam, you again, casts his 10th Cat's Ire spell. I would have thought I had done it more. I know, 10 seems low to me, but I guess that makes oh. sense. Great, well, we haven't been around horses very much, so not a, lot call, <laughs> not a lot of call for it. Yeah, not a lot of need there. That's yep. funny. Uh, Bo, Marisha, What'd your I do? character. It's not bad. Crit roll stats, isn't, isn't, they're not like the people who ask questions on the show. They're not calling you out on everything, you know. My dentist. Yeah. Bo used her 200th key point for patient defense. 200th key point this episode. That's pretty big. Oh. Yeah. How many do you get oh, now? Oh, weird. Ten. Uh, yeah, you have as many as your level. Oh, your that's monk tight. level. Monk level, okay. So if yeah, you multi-class, only your monk level, to be Thanks, clear. Thanks, handbooker but helper. You, you got it, girl! <laughs> if you keep spending key points at 300, you get a free Pokeball. <gasps> uh, For real? Yeah. And that's, that's, the, uh, that's the little uh, cube thing that people wait in the Denny's parking lot for with a group, right? What? The Pokeball. Oh, that's the Pokeball. It's on the app. You're thinking of Pokemon Go. Oh. Our first question <laughs> comes from Brandon Hudson. It's going to help us forget all about the Pokeballs. Marisha, everyone wants to know this, so we're just going to get it out of the way at the start. <laughs> We're just going to get out of the way at the start. How long has Bo liked Jester in a more than just friends type of way? And why drop that bomb now? Good answer so far. I'm Maybe words. I have been obviously like tagged in this question a few times and thinking about it. Two or three times. All week, well, all weekend and up until now, of how I'm going to answer it. And it's hard because there's no real defining moment. You've been through this before. I have. I don't remember how it started in campaign. Yeah. It just happened. It just happened. Like relationships. Funny, that. Just, it's still do something and it kind of cocks your head and you're like, oh fuck, that was cute. And you kind of go like, hmm, 
and then you forget about that, and then something else happens, and then they build, and then they build. So you're saying it's been more of a series than it is just a, one moment that you can point to and say it was right here where I went like, let's fuck. <laughs> it's not even like let's fuck. I'm joking, fuck, I'm joking, I'm joking. But, but you know what I'm saying. But yes. That's not yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Next week. I understand. Okay, I'll be sure to watch that one too. No, it's nothing, it's Ooh, nothing sexual <laughs> in this case. <laughs> Yeah, right, Danny. Danny pointing out you guys only level up after someone has sex. I want to level up now. Make it happen. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Campaign's coming to a close. (laughs) I will sleep with someone every episode. It means we can be at level 20 in 10 weeks. Straight up. Uh, No, but I understand what you're saying. So a series of things rather than one. It's a combination of moments. I mean, there was a time that um, she said something about, like, yeah, Bo's hair being messy, and I got self-conscious, and then she immediately felt concerned about it. She was like, no, you're you're beautiful, you're great. And then there was like the time that she was like, I wanna, can I, put, can I dress you up? And oh, like, yeah. Bo would not have let her do that if there wasn't like a, okay. And then just like the way that she views things, and it's like that way of, you know, she's very empathetic and and looks at things from like a positive, in a weird way, she kind of reminds me of like, of Keyleth in the way where she sees the good in everybody first. Mm -hmm. And that's like hyper, even though you're like, oh, that person's like a fucking murderer though. And she's like, Mm -hmm. but I don't know, you know, who knows what he's been through? And you're like, fuck, that's endearing. Mm. And it's just cute. What? That's what it was. Yeah. Jaded asshole and somebody who sees the world through like open, fresh, fresh understanding eyes. eyes. True, but I oh, also that's think that's unfamiliar. I yeah, yeah, that is true. I also think that Yeah. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> Time is a flat circle. Oh, Everything no. happens Fuck. at once. Everything happens at once. Uh, let's be careful of spoilers. I think the know. third campaign is happening now, right now as well. <laughs> Can you feel it? I do. I feel it. It's reverberating in the back of my neck a little. I bet next campaign it's going to be Sam that's the really sweet, like, sees everything with really, like, beautiful, open eyes, and it's going to be Taliesin who's the jaded asshole, and I can't wait for that. Oh, that sounds good. Mm. Right here. His asshole is pretty I, jaded. I did go... <laughs> okay. I love that nice green hue. Okay. Um, I did go, like, into this campaign, all of us were, like, no. 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 No relationship. Fuck off. I didn't want it. We did that. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> well, you know, you started off with a few one night stands, so you were easing people into it. It's not like you jumped right into everything. Those aren't relationships. Yeah, I do want to make a point though, going back to what you were Thank saying. You. It's totally different. Those aren't relationships. That's what I was saying, is you were easing people into the idea of a relationship by but having one night stands that. before that. I'm joking. What I was saying though is <laughs> Bo. Regardless of the jadedness. Bo regardless. Bo regardless, ear Bo regardless Bo. of the. <laughs> <laughs> that was for Marisha. Yeah. Of the jadedness of Bo, to, to, to my, uh, in my opinion as a viewer, Bo is someone who seems to be on the search for innocence whether innocence lost or just innocence in general. And to me, it it makes sense that you would be attracted to someone who exudes genuine and sort of intrinsic innocence because that's what I think ultimately Bo's on the search for. That's all I wanted to say. Fairly astute, yeah. Fairly astute is the biggest compliment I've ever had and three years into the show, I am now done. (laughs) 
I have reached peak. Happy anniversary. Happy, oh, happy anniversary. Liam, I suppose I should ask you a question, but I'm having too much fun just watching you stare at me silently. Sorry. This is from... <laughs> what you got? Do cuttlefish. Remember cuttlefish? Cuttlefish. Oh, cuttlefish. <laughs> In a while. Happy cuttlefish. Ah, happy Christmas, everybody. That's one of my favorites. That's one of my favorites. It's hard to beat. Okay. Answer all your questions. Well, at least you're yeah. Hey, I'm German. <laughs> oh boy. Are you watching the Mandalorian? Yeah. Yeah. I liked oh, it. Boy, it makes me think of that little. Uh, Makes me, makes no me spoil anything. Little, uh, Some people haven't seen it yet. Yeah, no spoilers. Think of that little. Uh, no spoilers. Okay. It's so good. Do it. It's good. If you like westerns in space, you'll like it. Hello. It's good. This one's from Da. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I love space westerns, obviously, and weird western shit. That's why oh. I was like, hello. I thought that you were just saying hi to just the world. To who, Steve? I don't no, watch, not Steve. Watch The Mandalorian, Brian. I did. I've seen it. I've seen each episode twice. You literally just say that. You're going to like the way you look. Okay. Oh. Men's Warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Is that not what you were going for? The Men's Warehouse, Because you literally did it in the exact dude's cadence. Yeah, I know I did. I'm a voice actor, Danny Carr. <laughs> This was this man. This man was the voice of motherfucking pistachio. If I've heard something three times, I will ape it back at you. I'm just saying. It sounded like you were. It sounded like you didn't mean to do it with your reaction. Nope. This man's voice was in two Super Bowl commercials. The pistachio one with with the uh, Gangnam Style guy. Yeah, that's right. And then the pistachio one. Oh God. So if you don't know the pistachio commercials, with, think, look them up. Dominatrix. Yeah. Um, there was one where I think the family left the kid at the grocery store. Do you, you should get a Liam, Super you got to answer tattoo, this question, dude. Like Katy Perry. I should have got a pistachio tattoo. You should have got a pistachio. Yeah. That'd be cute. Same, you know, same thing. Oh. Wait. <laughs> right on your taint. Hey. Yeah. When you were confronted by the Griffin writer. In Rexentrum, you stated that you were a citizen just doing your part. Yeah. And I found it interesting that Matt had you roll persuasion, not deception. How connected does Caleb still feel to Rexentrum? Ooh, that's a fun question. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't been a conscious member of it for over a decade. Hmm. And he's not born and raised there he's he's on the outskirts he's more of like a farm boy from an hour away or so i'm guesstimating because man i never really established quite that but um he did spend a couple of years enjoying rex um my sense of rex is that it is more the heart of old zemnian and so you know, that shit stays with you. Like, I've been living in California for a long fucking time, but I still feel like a Jersey boy mm-hmm. inside. I still feel like I'm from the tri-state area. So, yeah. Yeah, he still feels very much a part of that. He doesn't, he doesn't like, when he's in Nicodranas or when he's in in, in uh, Jorhas. Those are foreign, foreign places. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I get that. Okay. I can relate. Max, you still feel like a Central Valley kid? He said, hell yeah. Mm. 
That's the only thing that we're known for is we created the term Marisha. Evan Graham wants to know, another person dumb enough to give us their full name. <laughs> That's what Danny does during the show on that laptop is looks who looks up who these people are. That's true. Right. Bo has taken a pretty casual, no strings attached approach towards sex and relationships so far. How do her feelings for Jester compare to previous romantic flings? Non-comparable. Okay. Yeah, it's not, it's, uh, it's more than that. Mm. Sex for Bo has always been like a band-aid. This is, yeah. You've also been through more with Jester than probably you had been through with anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Before. Is that why she looked at Jester after she kissed Rini? Did I do that? Did I say that? Yeah. You did. Oh, God damn. Maybe. I don't know. Danny Carr Carr sneaks in a question. Can I say something? Oh, by the way. I love it. I have something that I'm curious about as a viewer at the table, because we're all viewers of each other's stories. I I ask you to submit these, but it's fine. You can still... At Voice of (laughs) O'Brien. Yeah, Voice of O'Brien asks, um, (laughs) like, you were totally the sort of like um, Tom and Jerry uh, wolf in a suit for Yasha for a lot of the campaign, but towards the end of her time with us, it was getting a little more intimate and real. And... It could have gone in any direction, but it was seeming like maybe something could happen eventually. So I'm curious to watch once the three of you are splashed together, because I love complication. Well, you did, he, did he just say splashed, didn't he? He did. Yeah, splashed them together. I don't think there was a question in there, but... No, yeah. I'm just wondering out loud. I'm <laughs> talking about things I like. As the three of you approach, you see a mud wrestling pit. <laughs> I like to think it's jello. Did they have Jello back then? I mean, they can. They've invented Uno. I'll tag a question on there. Are you looking forward to that fracas? Fracas? <laughs> Whatever it is. Um. <clears throat> Interesting. You know, I know what that means. Prove to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Now's the time. Now's the time. You're mic'd. You're mic'd. People can hear you. (laughs) It's already your. No. Okay. Fracas. Fracas. I know what that means. (laughs) Prove to me you do. It's kind of like rumpus. It's kind of like a a noisy rigmarole. A a, a potential conflict. It's a whole lot of hullabaloo. All the things you're saying meant something else. (laughs) Where, where Max and I grew up. So I'm having a hard time. <clears throat> All right, let's answer more questions from people Wait, that. Marisha didn't get to. What about Ashley's of O'Brien's question? <laughs> who gives a shit? Submit it. Oh, I just submitted it. Slash. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh boy. Even Zach is like third year of get me the slash, fuck slash. out of here. Where's the slash, Zach? There we go. <laughs> he's, 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 he's took his Ambien early tonight. Answer the question. We've been waiting for you. No, I thought you were going to deviate. Just deviate. Why? You don't want to answer? That's okay. I just think it's interesting, and I'm looking forward to whatever. Yeah, when are you going to fracas the rumples? When are you going to fracas the rumple stuff? Like, with with Yasha, look, Yasha was married. Look, we'll just move on. Okay. (laughs) Liam, (laughs) we'll come back to splashing. 
We'll You'll come back to the splash game. Zone. That'll be even figure more fun. Figure it out in game. I love it. I love. Mm-hmm. I love complication. Hello. Yeah. S- splash mocking afterwards. Cyberwolf twelve oh one. Liam. <laughs> Ka- <laughs> what? Caleb was this is splashing sound effect. <laughs> Okay, okay, yeah. The sound of someone reloading a machine gun uh, that's wet. (laughs) That is 80s Transformers. How dare you? I'm joking. I'm joking. I wasn't allowed to watch Transformers in the 80s because, uh... Jesus. We were off with the animals. Caleb was very supportive toward Jester in her interactions with her father. How have his own regrets about his parents informed his feelings and decisions regarding a gentleman? Yeah... If you've been paying attention for the campaign, Caleb has been very um, sort of protective of her with her mother Mm -hmm. and her search for her father because he's fucked his situation beyond reparation. But she could have the things she wants and would very much like to see somebody have what they should have as a child. Yeah. So it's been a very, very conscious decision and his goals are his goals, but certainly easy enough to sort of peel them away from whatever path they were on to spend a night at the lavish chateau or she should have that. Kids should have that. Young yeah. people should have that. Everyone should have that. Yeah. <clears throat> Last thing he wants is for her to feel the burn, you know? Eh. You've burned me harder than that before. I have, Foster. but the only other one that came to mind was we didn't start the fire, you know? Yeah. But to, I figured to get through all the lyrics of that. Billy Joel. We're yeah. not gonna have, yeah. <laughs> Good Did job you say Billy that. Joe? You're talking about Billy Green Joel. Day. She said Joel, she said the Joel. right one. No, I'm joking. Remember when, again, bro. Remember when Laura came on, the sh- came on the show with the Bon Jovi shirt on and couldn't name a single Bon Jovi song? Like, that might have been my favorite talk. You asked for albums. That's harder than songs. She named multiple songs. I asked for albums. You asked for albums. Let's check the tape, Steve. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> Rule number one. <laughs> we'll let the Zapruder film decide, Marisha. Yes. Oh no, it's Mia. Mama Mia. Bo brought up her own father when discussing the gentleman with Jester. How, if at all, does this does the fallout from this situation affect your feelings toward her dad? Ooh, a little, little bounce over. A little question. bounce over, yeah. Back and forth sees. Yeah, kind of kind of coming from two different perspectives sure, there. Sure, but Tied up with the parents. Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting that. I mean, my my dad or Bo feels like her dad is a shithead, mm-hmm. so she's gonna feel like, well, if your dad's a shithead, then fuck your shithead dad. Who needs a relationship with that shit? Yeah, that's Vax's opinion. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, you won't no, that's true, huh? Yeah. Not Vex's, but Vax's. But Vax's, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You talk about that, yeah. Bo is desperately compartmentalizing all of that. Kamorta has been brought up like 40 fucking times in this game, and we still haven't, haven't gone there. That, yeah, gotta get around to that. We've got another seven episodes before the campaign's over. I'm sure we'll get there. <laughs> Do you remember the tuna fish? <laughs> The can of tuna fish game in acting, in like improv class and acting. No. Nope. Where you were five people. I remember the one we do in the back after. <laughs> <laughs> you were five people on a boat surviving in the Pacific. Does anyone remember this? 
I don't, I'm sorry. And there was one last can of tuna fish, uh-huh. and someone ate the can of tuna fish, and you all woke up to an empty can of tuna fish, and it was kind of like werewolf rules, like you uh-huh. blindly, the teacher- Yeah, I can see where it's going. Chose somebody, and then you had to kind of improv the scenario. Sure. Well, I remember- murder a motherfucker over that situation. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's an extreme real life situation that we didn't really go to as improv actors and, <laughs> and like acting one on one. But um, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I, I don't think you should do that in an acting class. Don't do that in an acting class. Yeah, but if you were on a raft honestly, with an empty can of it tuna. totally kind of limits the scene, and you kind of overly would dictate the scene if you just murdered everybody in this improv scenario, but... Welcome to the Stella Adler studio. (laughs) (laughs) It's about Uh, to share the stage. (laughs) You kind of have to share the stage. But I remember I was chosen once as a person who, maybe even a couple times, as a person who did not eat, or did eat the can of tuna fish. Mm -hmm. And no one ever chose me, and I always got away with it because I would just never mention it or talk about it. And that's kind of been my thing is Bo. If you're just not the one talking about the can of tuna, and then because there was always someone on the boat who was like, guys, we have to figure out who ate this last can of tuna. And everyone was like, well, it was clearly you, bitch. And then I would just sit there being like. Yeah, you. Talking, you know. Yeah. And they'd be like, Marisha, what do you have to say? And I'm like. I mean, I smell my breath. So. If it smells like tuna, then it was probably me. And they'd be you know? like, ah. So anyway, my point is that's kind of what I've done with Kamorta. But now Kamorta keeps coming up, and I might be unable to you're avoid the about, tuna. The you're tuna talking can. about how you didn't be like, ah, Kamorta, my dad, and it just sort of floated. It there. kept floating by, kept yeah. floating by. But mm-hmm. now Kamorta keeps coming up, mm-hmm. and I'm bracing with the fact that I'm eventually kind of have to be confronted. That I'm gonna have to go see my daddy. Unless you go back to Camorta to go to your dad's funeral. <gasps> and then you never have any resolution. Then with what them. will you do with your feelings, Borgat? Confront them when I get there. Fight your own emotions. I'm Werner Herzog, and this is <laughs> I was gonna say, it sounds like a mix between Arnold Schwarzenegger and um, probably... This is an episode of Talks Machina that no one should ever watch again. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Hugo Weaving as as uh, Red Skull, which, you know... Mr. Anderson. Liam did Red Skull in the Avengers cartoon. Sure, sure, sure. I remember With that. With your Laura Baileys and your Travis Willing blams. All them mm-hmm. peeps. Sure. All right, here's one for both of you before we Go, go, go to our first giveaway. It's from Owlseer. Ooh. Ooh. Watching Jester's late night conversation with the gentleman was really moving, not just for the wonderful RP, but also there are those of us in the community who can connect to having an absent parent. What was your experience sitting at the table during that scene? It's like being a front row in like experimental black box. Hmm. With That's, a world class actor. God, so good. Yeah. So fucking good. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Laura Bailey Laura's good. just nominated She's for an award in the gaming industry today. Um, I've said really? 20 times, my that favorite actor, that's the end of the sentence. Wait, um, which one? BAFTAs or something announced today? I'm out of the loop. what they were. 
but it was for gears. I told her today, I said, you know, it's yeah. a testament to you, Laura Bailey, that I don't know what fucking project you were nominated for because you're in so many projects where you're so good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Sometimes it's like five games in yeah. a year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Laura's She's a fucking beautiful fucking performer. Great to watch, man, up close. And you got the, like the subtleties of her like crying pretty much the second the gentleman rejected her when we were all sitting there, mm -hmm. uh, when we were all talking to him initially. And then you kind of, she's just like, it's so good and it's so fun to work across from as an actor too, mm. oh, I think. Because yeah. as soon as she starts with that, then you have to go through the process of like, Bo would see that Jester's crying. Bo knows she's kind of in a conference room with, in the middle of an important conversation. You kind of have to be focused at these things at hand. I don't know, it's just so good. It just, she's great at adding layers. It's fucking awesome. She's just a phenomenal actor. Great moment for this, mm -hmm. in this campaign yeah, that I think yeah, people will definitely highlight, mm -hmm. for sure. Beautiful. Uh, it's time for Cosplay of the Week. But don't, wow. wait, wait, wait. Oh! oh. Too bad. Nope, that's it. Nope. You lost it. Nope. You do but, not get to say, you, you didn't say it fast enough. Don't let her see this episode of Tox Machina because she, if she hears us compliment her like that, she will be intolerable she for two weeks. Has never seen an episode of the show that she that she wasn't on. Yeah. She doesn't even see those because she's, uh, yeah. Our winner for this week was sent in by Christina Silvoso at Extina is Crafty. Let's take She's a look. Crafty. Oh. Nice. Wow. How about that? Oh wow. So good. All these looks. Every single one. Yeah. That's crazy. Wait, this is all the same girl. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn. Oh my love. god. I think the Ford is my favorite in the lineup, but holy Ford Yeah, but look at the knot and the, and the, and the Caleb. I don't great. know. They're oh, all man. pretty yeah. great. Yeah, that was really good. The Jessica. That Caleb. Fuck. The Christopher Walken. Is her bow necklace painted on? Yeah, it looks like mm -hmm. it. Holy shit. That's pretty cool. Y'all. So good. Wow. Fucking great. Yeah. Do you know how good it is? It's so good that Christina's gonna get the Purple Heart, one of our favorites here. Oh, wow. Dice tray from our friends at Wormwood. That's so fucking great. It is. Open 24 hours. Get over. Let's smell that. This is the Sam Regal special. Don't forget, you can enter our <gasps> weekly contests. This is forever Scanlanwood. Mm, I've smelled <laughs> Scanlanwood before. And it's mm -hmm. even it's even lightly cube shaped. Mm -hmm. <sighs> that's, that's a gorgeous piece of wood. Yeah. Wide. What if, yeah, that'd be, yeah. Anyway, I just had a fun theory about the live show on Saturday night, but I'm not gonna share it, cause like, I'm very smart. And what if I turned out to be right? Smart See, facts. I can't share some of my recap theories sometimes actually on recap because I don't want to actually be right, and then Matt gets mad at me because I had don't a theory. Don't want to tip the scale. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes I have to hold back on my recap theories. I do that on this show too. Like I share a lot, and then I'm like, that would tip the scales. Yeah. Danny, I was fake bragging, and then you went ahead and real bragged. Yeah, that's because I'm very serious all the time, <laughs> and I'm only ever wanting to toot my own horn. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. <laughs> don't forget, you can submit. 
Slate. For Cosplay of the Week by going to <laughs> critroll.com slash submit. That's true. Thank you. <laughs> Dignified. <clears throat> Lindsay Marie 713 has a question for Liam in front of the tree. Caleb, even going to Rexentrum is a huge sign of character development. Without the immediate threat, would he have been willing to return? And how much is he focused on the crisis at hand versus being anxious due to location? Um, he doesn't know. If they were planning to go there, there would, it would have to have been slower. Yeah. Um, for Caleb across the board in the story right now, his massive, life-controlling, all-consuming drives are seeming um, small oh. compared to what's coming. Um, and he doesn't really want to believe that, and he really wants to stay focused on his narrow. It's going to be very hard to. Mm. Um, terrified to go to Rexentrum that fast. Terrified because we've all of us have talked about this ad nauseum on the show and around the show that like when your backstory comes a calling, you start to sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. Like I set the little remote control car going, and I have, and then it disappeared from sight, mm. and I don't know what it's going to come back as, mm. or what I'll say, or what I'll do. I'm sure I'll do dumb stuff, and I'm excited for it to happen. And, but on this show, the dumb stuff is just as fun and and, and endearing, if not more, than the. I mean, you know, the goldfish moment comes to mind. No spoilers. Mm. Good times. Yeah. Just gotta embrace it. Yeah, you do. Larkin. That's this game. Larkin. That's Larkin. this. Yeah, Larkin. 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 Marisha. Yep. Uh, Bowl of Regard wants to know. Oh, I gotta see that oh, print on yeah. the screen. <laughs> Polavor Regard. That is a complicated ship name. Wow. I like it. Bo doesn't seem to be very religious, but seeing as the Chained Oblivion is is the one who wounded Ayun, has Bo thought at all about the Cobalt Soul's connection to Ayun and what any of it might mean to Bo personally as they pursue this conflict? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, I kind of view Bo as being like someone who goes to Catholic school because it's better than the public schools in mm-hmm. the area. Oh, I like mm-hmm. her better now. Um, <laughs> so she wasn't like Catholic. She didn't go there because she was Catholic, but she went there and still learned a fuck ton about Ayun because um, she had to. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, I never imagined religion as being Bo's rebellious point. That's because, once again, there are gods in this world. So I think she was always just like, oh, fuck. Oh, cool. This bitch seems pretty awesome. <laughs> kind of yeah. towards Ayun. Sure. And it was kind of like, just like, yeah, fine with it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she's definitely, I've put thought into like, what is, oh, fuck, what is this going to mean? Um, well. Yeah, I don't know. There's not, she doesn't have a lot, a lot of emotional investment. Like aside from that, but yeah, I've thought about it. This bitch is pretty cool. This bitch is mm. cool. Love it. Yeah. Have you heard of Christ, Lord, our Savior? Bitch is pretty fresh. Bitch, yeah. bitch is fresh. Coming soon this Christmas. Mm-hmm. Gospel slaps. <laughs> Again, something that meant something else when I was growing up. <laughs> That's what I got for talking shit to my Sunday school teacher was the old gospel slaps. Jesus was pretty fresh. I gotta say, some of the people that came after are a little hanky, but Jesus is fresh. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, 
Can you still say hinky? I do, but <laughs> I mean. Hey, Jordan, Jordan Allison 98 wants to know, Liam. Yeah. Caleb has been really pushing the group towards getting Yasha away from Oban anytime they come across the group. Does Caleb see a bit of his past in Yasha, or is it just that he wants his friend safe and back with the group? Now, I understand some of the comparisons here, but did Yasha turn her family to ash? Well, she killed a lot of people that she shouldn't have. Yeah, that's true. I think that Caleb sees Yasha... There's, he sees similarities between them in two ways. And he's not even the closest to Yasha. He didn't even talk to her the most. But she did shave him. First of all, she did shave him. I feel like they're the two like nerdy, loner, outsider kids in class who don't talk to each other, but just look over and go, yeah, you're fucked up like me too. Mm. I feel like they're the, uh, sorry, I feel like they're like the kind of kids that like nobody else will sit with them at the lunch table so they like sit together but not really. That's right. They yeah. like sit at like the opposite corners and every once in a while like share and nod. That's exactly right. If this were the <laughs> breakfast club, uh, uh, Caleb is Anthony Michael Hall and Yasha is Ali Sheedy. They're just yeah. two weirdos yeah. that nobody talks to. They're not exactly the same but they're not too different and they're just like, <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. hey. Um, and then they also have, have um, <laughs> they're both murderers. Um, yeah. And they have both been, and one is currently being manipulated and abused in the extreme. So, mm. Mm. so like, it's not his, Relatable. he hasn't made Yasha his number one driving focus. It is still the things that he wants to do, and now, holy shit, the end of the world is coming, but he he empathizes with her a great deal. Yeah. And if they can get her, they should get her. And yep. she seems to, and, and she seems to be at the heart of the fucking problem coming, so yeah. it just is syncing up. <laughs> I'm nervous. Same. Shit makes me nervous. Same. Mm. I'm good. I'd rather have cows. Wouldn't we all? Is that a euphemism? No. <laughs> Again, I knew you'd go there. What I meant was, Member of the Conse- Consequences and Cows episode, my favorite episode of Campaign One. Right. Give me something like that. Don't give me some light wonderful stuff. Yasha uh, coming in having to. She's gonna. She's gonna probably kill three or four of you. And I know that nobody has good backup characters lined up. Yeah. Yeah. Caleb's gonna get split down the half by uh, magicians. Judge. But while she was gone, she's like leveled up to eighteen. I think mm-hmm. is what Matt told me the other day. So she's gonna be eighteen. Come back. No choice but to kill all of you. Anyway, spoilers. Here's a question <laughs> from uh, Yanking My Vagine. Wow. It's true. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Is that a Chain Oblivion Jane Merriweather reference? I, th- I would that hope what that's that what I took away from it. That's, so I would hope. Ooh, oh, that's I like what it. I think of when I see the letters of look the, the AJ. Look at the spelling. I'm just going to choose to believe it is. I'm into oh. it. For both of you, it has not rained at all since Yasha was uh, taken over by Oban. Speaking of splashes, do you think that the presence of the rain and the light that's shining down on the Chantry is a sign that Kord is aiding the Mighty Nine in this fight? That's clearly just a, a coincidental weather pattern. I, I mean, like, meteorology is kind of more of a gut than a science. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> What a great answer. We should have just spilled. It's okay. We're leaving the question up. All over myself. We're leaving the question up. They can't see it. 
flying fuck though. It's all right, Jerry's here with some paper towels. Oh, no. Did Jerry go home, Max? No, he's Let doing it. Let your fucks it. fly away. Let your fucks fly away. Marsha peed herself. My vagine is incredibly chilly. <laughs> oh, buddy. What do you think about <laughs> a new pair of pants? Max, Highly. Why'd you put that nutcracker with Sam's face on it? <laughs> hey. It's right there. It's chained oblivion. Oh, that's too far for me. <laughs> what do you guys think? Nobody's going to answer that question. Um, do we think that cord is. Do you think it's just a weather pattern? Coincidence? Um, I mean, Liam doesn't, but Caleb is too, like, outside of himself and freaked the fuck out, so he doesn't yeah. know. I haven't really noticed it. Paper towels aren't gonna do much right now. Uh, <laughs> second person I've, second person I've heard Oh no, don't do that, oh shit. Wow. Did we just get TP'd? Yes. You did. There's uh, a paper towel. You did. did you do it. Oh, your leg is soaking wet. <laughs> Liam. How did the pee jump away from your vagine <laughs> down to your knee? Yes. Hers might be somewhere else. We don't know. No. Answer this question while... Uh, Morgan Kynan's pocket vagine. Answer this question while Marisha makes a soak roll <laughs> from Carno Lesbian. Liam. Yes. That one was for you, Steve. How does Caleb feel about Yusa's assertion that not all the assembly is bad? Does he like or trust figures like Oramid, Haas, or Pumat Soul? Does he think the system can be redeemed? Does he still want to take it down? Um, well, he doesn't know enough, and he's, he's un, until recently, been pretty just driven by personal feelings of, 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 of justice and hatred and, and hurt. Um, so he might, this is Liam talking, talk a good game about how the, the assembly needs to be eradicated, but it is, I guess this is me admitting more than I have before, it's more personally motivated. Um, not entirely. No question that Trent is uh, a monster. And I, I think that the leadership of that organization is probably pretty rotten, um, but one or two and he wasn't there, but I'm sure they told him about their encounter. One or two uh, neutral parties in there. I don't know, you can be neutral in a government and be okay with terrible shit happening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that, that pulls you in, whether you like it or not, whether yep. you like kitty cats or not. Understood. He really likes cats, though. <laughs> Weasels. Yeah. See that new trailer for the Cats movie? <laughs> Looks like Dead. fucking dog shit. Mm. Looks Ironically. Like dog shit. I am not ashamed to admit my hot take is that movie's gonna haunt my fucking dreams. Let's see it. Let's I have done it. way too many psychedelic drugs in my lifetime for me to not walk out of there with some fucked up dreams. I just really hate that musical. Just like a lot. You hate the music is absolutely incredible. What are you talking about? Are you do you have any taste? It's Andrew Lloyd Webber. He did that one, right? Yeah, no. It's yeah. his finest music. Now and forever. Marisha. Yeah. Memories. This question's Le, from... Uh, La Croix. Yeah, no. Uh, Danny, I'm joking. I've never seen Cats. Oh, I don't care. It's my favorite musical. Outside of... Uh, did you guys ever see... Uh, what's the one where... Uh, what's the one where... Uh, what's the one where the guy, the guy does music? 
Music Man. Thank you. Marisha. <laughs> Guess. <laughs> the one where they had the 76 trombones, you know? That is Music Man. Phantom of the Opera. No, that I said I said also Music Man. I already said the name music. of the one I liked. Stop naming other ones. Hmm. We've seen Bo become more comfortable with her take charge attitude and leadership. How does Bo, as someone who has had issues with authority, feel about herself becoming a figure of authority within the Mighty Nine and the Cobalt Soul? Oh, fucking great is what she always wanted. <laughs> okay. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Doing great, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Look at me now, bitches. Mm -hmm. Going to yeah. the high school reunion. Hell yeah. You were mm -hmm. wrong. Valedictorian right mm. there. Yep. Uh, all right. Who's laughing now, Billy? Who's, Who's laughing, laughing now? now? Yep, that's true. Well, I'm really excited about this one. We should give away Fan Art of the Week. Nice. Fan Art of the Week! Yes! Fan Art of the Week! Our dad! Hi, artist. Hi. Hi. <laughs> this week's Fan Art winner for Camping 2 episode 85 was sent in by Alex Payne at apricots underscore n underscore dots. Apricots and dots, let's take a look. So cool! Oh, wow. Look how cool that is! Down they go. How about them apples? I love the falling, it's so good, of the rain. I got you, boot. It's pretty cool. That's I love that cool. so much. I love that style. Yeah. Right? Rex and right? It's cool. It's so pretty. Right? Towers in the distance. Reminds me of like animation stuff I loved as a kid. Hey, yeah. apricots and dots, you have also won this favored purple heart. <laughs> Dice tray from our friends at Wormwood. Arse <laughs> <laughs> squeeze you up. Um, we got time for a few more, right? You guys fucking with Disney Plus? Not yet. I was watching Darkwing Duck last night. Nice. Mm. Show's fucked up. Started rewatching Gravity Falls. Real good, y'all. So good. Gravity, Gravity Falls. Falls. Shout out Jason awesome. Ritter. What about uh, Gargoyles? Oh my Gargoyles God. is on my list. Oh my yeah. God. Do you know what I found out last night? This isn't, I'm not shaming her by saying this, but I had to text Travis. 10 o'clock, 10.30 last night, Ashley tells me she's never seen Batman the Animated Series. What? Wow. I asked, oh, no. I said, I said, I'll take the ring back and I'll move to Canada. Yeah. I have failed you. I have oh. literally, like, I'm, I'm still devastated. Yeah, that's on I mean, par yeah, with hurts. Undead Wood and Aliens. Like, that's something you've got to see. I, I really, I, so I planned, the plan over the holidays is because it's all on the, the other, you got to have all the fucking apps now. It's on mm -hmm. But Batman the Emirate series. God, it's so good. It's complicated. I like it. Very complicated. Liam? Kim Conroy, yes. Duralpi wants to know. Caleb has been running from his past, but Astrid seemed to have been a positive beam in the gloom clouding his upbringing. Opening her letter, recognizing her handwriting, reading her words. What was going through his head at that moment? Huh. Um... Well, it, hmm. letter seems like a trap. It's a trap. A letter is a big old Admiral Ackbar trap. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, really wants to, really wonders. He's not, he's not optimistic because he knows what happened to him and them. He knows the state of the scourger they 
fucked with in the dynasty. So that was a bad sign. The, the scourge from the dynasty was a bad sign. Um, this, is what, this is what I was talking about, Danny. You don't want to tip the scales. Right. Um, no, I feel that. 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 was a really good question. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I mean, Ostrid is very much on his mind. So is Eadwulf. But Ostrid especially. Um, I'm really looking forward to, to that not getting cracked open. And, and not knowing what it's going to be. But I've been thinking about that stuff for such a long time. Good Nutcracker reference. Mm. I collect Nutcrackers. Grab that one in the front there. I do really want that one, honestly. I don't think that they'll let me no, no, no. any of these. No, no, no. Liam, the one with Sam's face on it. I, yeah, I know. I no, no, no. Down, the, down, down there? Yeah, that one. That one's got Sam's face on it. Hey, <laughs> baby. Oh, there he is. There he is. Marisha. Well, Liam contemplates what dirty, disgusting things he's going to do to that when I ask him the question after this one. Answer this from Ariel Van Zant. Look how young he looks in this picture. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. is that from the Cologne ad picture, uh, Max? It's a folder that Sam gave me of photos I can use. Are you serious, girl? Girl, holla, girl. Acapella is the best. <laughs> Straight up. Uh. God, he really is a baby in that picture. Uh. Uh. Singing all, singing all these great George Michael tunes without any backup instruments ain't the only thing I can do with my mouth. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's one of his lines Quian told me he used. Marisha, Ariel Van Zant wants to know. Bo really struggled with Molly using his cards to do readings for people, probably because of how her father got manipulated in a similar way. Why did she decide to get a tattoo with art from Molly's cards? I feel like mm. I know the answer to this, but I think, yeah. Yeah, she had, she had a lot of regrets about Molly and the fact that she really liked Molly um, and was an asshole to him the whole time. So he was a big lesson to her and because they were just coming from such opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, he kind of ended up being the a lot of the starting point of a lot of Bo's growth. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I had that one in mind for quite some time and I almost just got it as a tattoo as a character and then right as I was thinking about it as a tattoo as a character is when Orly presented his magical tattoos but you needed a bunch of gym dust so I decided to just you play the long sit game. on it yeah, and play the long, long game, game. Mm-hmm. For, for quite a while. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. It's a good reminder. And it's also, it's the all-seeing eye, and then also her being a monk with Ayun, and kind of a sim- symbology of the cobalt soul. So it, it's got layers. I understand. Shit's got layers. Shit's got layers. Yeah. Um, I... Uh, Max, how expensive do you think it would be to get an actual nutcracker made with Sam's face? And then we could get a bunch of chiclets for the teeth, you know? <laughs> They'd be a little small, but... <laughs> do you know about chiclets? No, I know the what gum? chiclets are, but you could get actual nuts. No, I mean to represent Sam's Damn, teeth in the Sam. nutcracker. Oh! You got me. Right. I got it. I'm mm-hmm. here. Here's one for... <laughs> I got the visual. Here's one for both of you. Your phone is going off. Meanie Vizzini 
It's a cool name. On a theme. Beanie Bazzini. It sounds like it sounds like it sounds like a guy who like was he was sure he, he his 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 scenes weren't cut out of The Sopranos, and his friends were like his friends were like, wait, what character did you play? He's like, my guy's name was Beanie Bazzini, and they're like, nah, man, they cut your shit. He's like, nah, it was this real good scene, man. Tony looked at me and he said, more waffles. All right, Bazzini. I played Vizzini in The Princess Bride when I was 11 in our community theater production. Oh, that was my next question. You blew it. <laughs> this one's for both of you. You have each shared a very personal secret with Not the Brave. Do you trust her to keep Bo's secret the same way she kept Bren's? Well, I have a thought uh, about you talking or not, and that is... Yeah, shoot. Sometimes when you share secrets, because you want to be found out. <gasps> mm. How dare you? No. That was not my initial thinking. Mm. Aww. Uh, <laughs> where's the push? That's kind of a cute Valentine's Day yeah, card don't idea. Lean, there's a shadow to the side of it. Or do lean into it. Go into the darkness under Jester's heart. But look at the... Whoa. Whoa. But look at the contrast between the left side of the screen and the right side of the screen now. The right side of the screen has this beautiful, like, happy energy. The left side of the screen is like, so I married an axe murderer and Fargo put together. <laughs> yeah. Just like everyone's holidays. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's uh, all the time we have for tonight. Hey. It's been a good show. This was fun. Yep. You guys feel good about it? Should we keep it? No. I got pretty wet during this show. It's true. We'll always remember the <laughs> three-year anniversary show is the night. We've only just begun. Mm. Mm. Marisha got wet from the knees down. Mm. Well, I'd like to thank Marisha and Liam for <laughs> and Nutcracker Sam. <laughs> Which was also what his acapella group called him for joining us. Mm. Episode 86. 86. This Thursday. Getting close to the end. A lot of episodes. Getting close to the end. Guy on Reddit a couple years ago said, thinks it's going to go to about 90 episodes, so we're getting close. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> airs this Thursday at 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific. As always, don't forget to love each other. Don't worry. It's almost Thursday. Stay tuned, my friends. Remember, creepy and a crime. Neither is D&D. But seriously, Nutcracker Sam's are, and I want to burn those after the show's over. I love it. I love it. I don't care if you love it. It scares me. Henry hates it. I love it more because it scares you. I'm like, I'm burning it all down. Thank you for listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. If you like this episode, please drop a review on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tox Machina airs live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific. We'll see you next time. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay.